This is Find Your Dream Job, the podcast that helps you get hired, have the career you want, and make a difference in life. I'm your host, Mac Pritchard. I'm also the founder of MaxList. It's a job board in the Pacific Northwest that helps you find a fulfilling career. One of the best ways to get good at job hunting is to talk to people who do it well. That's why once a month, I interview a MaxList reader who found a job they love. Our guest today is Ben O. He's the Vice President of Marketing at Foley. It's a company that makes desks, chairs, and other tools to keep you moving, engaged, and loving how you feel at work. Well, Ben, you're the Vice President of Marketing at Foley. Why do you love your job? Well, I think I'd have to start from where I came from and, um, you know, to really understand that that journey. I was, uh, I had thought I had already reached my dream job prior you, to You had a great job before Foley. You have a great job now. But tell us about where you came from. Yeah, it was, um, I came from Wine & Kennedy. Um, they're a advertising agency, um, the best in the game um, from my perspective. And, um, you know, I was... And they have some uh, amazing global clients, don't they? Do. they? Can you share some of those? They do. Their clients include Nike, Coca-Cola, Target, P&G, um, KFC, Samsung. Um, so some huge global clients. And, you know, I think uh, as a athlete growing up, um, you know, I was just enamored by the storytelling of the Nike brand. Um, and, you know, I was completely inspired that sports was going to be my life. And um, so even as a student, you was that a dream to work at Widen and Kennedy? It really was. Um, you know, I think I, uh, I ran college track. Um, but, you know, was very certain that, you know, my athletic career wasn't going to be, um, was going to end in college. And so I think from there, uh, really set my sights on staying involved in the sports community. Um, and what really paired up was my love for storytelling and narrative. Um, and, and I think from there, I, I really tried to pursue a, um, the start of my career in film and television, um, you know, I was, uh, had grown up, um, you know, learning all the classics and watching all the classics, uh, with my parents, um, grew a love for just, um, you know, the, the art form as well as just the, the craft of filmmaking. And did you from college go straight to widening Kennedy or were there some stops along the way? There were a lot of stops along the way. Um, you know, while I had, uh, applied to, uh, widening Kennedy at the time, um, you know, I, I really didn't understand what advertising was about. Um, I had barely, um, you know, scratched the surface myself in terms of understanding what the film and entertainment industry was about. So, um, you know, I, I really, from uh, starting in college, uh, when I'd come home during the summers, um, you know, just forced myself to do something and, and get involved somehow. Um, in the entertainment industry. Um, it was fortunate that I was in LA and, um, you know, there was a lot of opportunity, but not for me. <laughs> um, you know, I would uh, show up at film sets. I would, um, you know, just really try to, to wedge my way into an industry that was seemingly invite only. Um, so how did you make the leap from Los Angeles to working at, at, at the Widening Kennedy Company in Portland? I had uh, I had I'd developed a lot of skills within the technical skills within the um, entertainment industry while I was working uh, in film and television, um, specifically in post production, and 
you know, where I saw my opportunity was where um, a lot of the traditional editors um, just did not want to learn digital. And so, um, you know, I think really seeing my opportunity there, uh, I, I, you know, there wasn't anywhere to learn it. And so it really was just kind of on my own, through my own curiosity and, and um, finding people to, to teach me something, um, you know, in that regard. And, uh, you know, I had, I had developed um, some experience as well as an understanding of just the entire post-production process, um, you know, but uh, I just, I, I knew my future was in Portland. Um, and why was that, Ben? Because you grew up in California. What, what attracted you to Oregon? Well, candidly, my, my wife's from here. Uh, we met in college. Um, and, you know, while I was going to school, um, you know, she, before we even dated, um, she would talk about how magical a place Portland was. Um, and I think when I connected the dots between Nike, their ad agency, Wine and Kennedy, and Portland, um, my heart was just set on coming here. Um, there wasn't a robust film industry you know, or entertainment industry for that matter to, to support it. Um, but I felt like I, if I was ever going to make a big life change, it was going to be, you know, at that time, um, when I really didn't have a lot of life obligations, um, but just was really clear about, uh, what my life priorities were. So how did you make that move? Because you in the film industry in Los Angeles, you're learning skills that People uh, who've been doing things, it sounds like a certain way, just didn't want to master. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you you got good at that. Then you had this dream of working at Wyden and, and then moving to Oregon. What When did you come here and how did you make that happen? Yeah, I still recall uh, the day I left, my dad said I was making the dumbest mistake of my life. <laughs> and, you know, I almost took that as a challenge um, because I, I accepted that there, I wasn't going to be able to just continue down the path that I had started in L.A., um, I really needed to come up here and, and reinvent. And, um, you know, I think really necessity drove, you know, just needing to get work. Um, and, you know, I, I, I quickly realized that I wasn't going to um, build my career uh, making film up here in Portland, um, you know. And, and so I think what I what I really tried to do from that perspective was understand the skills that I had I had uh, developed um, were certainly applicable in a variety of ways. And, and what I recognized here in Portland specifically was there was just a lot of technical innovation at the time. Um, people tinkering around in, in you know, their garages and, and developing things you know, just for the sake of making something. Um, and I happened to come across a, uh, a Craigslist posting uh, that was looking for a post-production coordinator um, you know, and while the title, uh, was, was clear, the expectation of, of what they needed was, uh, just all over the place. Um, and, you know, I, I thought that it was interesting. And when I came to visit them, what I recognized was they were a technology company, um, looking to develop a, a new way of, of a new medium altogether, so you're new in town, you answer a Craigslist ad, you find a, a fascinating project. Uh, and I, I want to get to your, your job mm-hmm. today, you're mm-hmm. vice president of, of Foley. And, mm-hmm. and I I know, uh, how long were you, uh, to go from Wyden and Kennedy to there after having achieved what you thought was your dream job, what, uh, uh, quickly, Ben, how did you come to be at Wyden and why did you leave? Sure. 
So um, I'd applied to Wine and Kennedy for over the course of seven years. So, so multiple times. <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. Over and over and over Is again. Is that common to get into an employer like that, to have to just keep being persistent? It, absolutely. Yeah. It, it's really, really critical that, you know, um, you know that that you don't take no for an answer, yeah. and si- sometimes that no comes as silence. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't finally say yes? <laughs> uh, Why didn't finally said yes? Because uh, for the exact reason that that you know those traditional editors didn't want to learn digital, traditional advertisers didn't want to learn digital, and you know I think more so the traditional companies were struggling to understand digital. Um, and so I just happened to to have the right set of skills, combination of skills, um, in a space that Wyden was very, very interested in experimenting around, um, you know, to, to grow into, you know, just this digital realm, this digital media. Um, this was before Facebook, okay. before so, Google. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember right, it right. more than 10 years ago, right, but it right. does seem it was another era. Right. So you're... Again, your curiosity and and your 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 appetite for learning paid off. You you're at Wyden. They say yes, and you're there for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Why did you finally leave? And what was it about Foley that attracted you? And and how did you find that job? You know, that was a, a really personal soul searching mission um, that I went down. Um, probably over the course of a year and a half, um, I had lost some people very very close to me. Um, my aunt, who was the first of my family to immigrate here, um, she had lived a remarkably successful life, um, uh, running an adoption agency. She had placed 5,000 children over the course of her life, um, 5,000 families that, um, I still, you know, communicate with today. Um, there's, uh, uh, I also lost my mother-in-law who was just the biggest inspiration in my life, um, lived the most successful life I've, I've ever known in, in developing community um, from the ground up. And, and it just made me question the bigger picture, um, you know, kind of what is this all laddering up to? What am I working towards? Um, I, you know, had, I'd been at White and Kennedy for about five, six years at the time uh, when I started asking this question. And um, it just kept gnawing at me. I was, I was just looking for the ways in which I could reinvent. You know, I remember asking my wife, um, hey, how little money can I make and we still be okay? Um, you know, we had just had our, our second child and that was a very scary, <laughs> you know, thing to, to even entertain um, that I had, you know, kind of uh, built a great life for us and um, had, you know, landed a, a job that, you know, there was just so much competition around. And so just getting to that place to... Um, ask permission to, to see how broadly I could explore um, was a big one. And, you know, I had explored everything from just starting over in a completely different industry um, and all the way to entrepreneurship and, and just starting my own thing. Um, and, you know, also spoke to um, uh, just anyone who would take a, a meeting with me. So, in the end, mm-hmm. you became the vice president of marketing at, at Foley. Mm-hmm. It's a furniture company here in the mm-hmm. Pacific Northwest. Um, you knew you wanted to work at a company that reflected your values. How did you hear about this opening? Um, well, well, you know, I think in, in terms of how I ne- started narrowing in on my options, um, you know, nothing was making sense. 
And, you know, I think starting over was not going to be how I was going to add value to the world. Um, I think it, it really came from um, opportunistically, I was checking out at a, a local grocer, New Seasons, um, who happened to be a B Corp. And I was checking out and there was a, um, a B Corp logo on their bag. And, and B Corps are benefit corporations, a part of a global movement of businesses for social good. Right. And I was completely unaware at the time until I had seen that B Corp logo and saw that slogan, business as a force for good. That's when it snapped into focus for me that, you know, there is a role for business to play in, at this point in, in history where, you know, there's there's so much tension around what's what's coming down the pike. So what did you do next? You saw the you discovered this community. So I discovered this community. I, I um, really dug deep into learning as much as I could about B Corp, B Lab, the whole movement and the genesis of it, the, um, you know, how it proliferated and, and grew as, as uh, you know, at the time there were almost 2000 B Corps internationally, um, you know, and, and I for sure knew that I also loved Portland. I did not want to leave Portland. And so, uh, you know, I think at the time I, while I had built my career in digital, um, I was eager to, to get back to physical product, um, something that felt more tangible. And, and um, you know, I, I think when I started looking at B Corps headquartered in Portland that made things. And that was a, a it's a list, but it's right. a fairly short list, isn't it? It really, be, it really helped narrow in, you know, kind of wh- who I need to speak to. Okay. And so what did you do next? So um, once I had that list, uh, Ergo Depot was one of those companies. <laughs> and that's what Foley used to be called before they hired a marketing person. Right. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, um, you know, Ergo Depot was, was the company that, you know, I had, uh, you know, um, really struck some connection with somehow through through reading about them, learning about them, and... Um, their, uh, their director of HR reached out and, and asked if I was interested in a marketing director role. Um, and at first I told her maybe, <laughs> at first I told her I'm not sure. And, you know, um, I think I, I went into that meeting still concerned about, you know, how could I possibly leave Wyden Kennedy? How could I possibly leave this, this job and this place that I, I absolutely love, but just don't find my, my purpose in now. So you said yes. What made you change, decide to accept the offer? It, it, it was going through that process of, of interviewing. Um, and, you know, I think they were, I was interviewing them as much as they were interviewing me. And I, I really wanted to understand, is this for real? If I'm going to make this jump, um, is, you know, what I'm reading on, on paper, is that, can I feel that? And so I think that really took some some deep exploration, connecting with um, not just the leadership of the company, but the people I'd be working with, um, just to really feel confident in my in my own self that that this was the right decision. So as you reflect back on your job search, what's your number one tip for our listeners? I would say that you know you're. I feel like I was ignoring my truth for a long time, you know, and, and I was fighting something because there was an expectation the, of me. Um, I really wasn't listening to myself in terms of what my gut intuition was telling me to do, 
where I needed to go. Um, because, you know, it was the decision that was hard, but I think looking back on it, I was already decided. And, and I think, uh, that, that was something that, you know, I think, um, I wish I would have just trusted my instinct. Um, well, th thank you for sharing your mm -hmm. story, Ben. You can learn more from other people like Ben who found a job they love by going to maxlist.org slash stories. On the second Friday of every month, we add a new interview with a MaxList reader who's found a dream job. And again, go to maxlist.org slash stories. Thank you for listening to today's bonus episode of Find Your Dream Job.